Hello, and welcome to the Landed Podcast. I'm John Montgomery, co-founder of Landed. Since 2006, we've designed private, tailor-made travel throughout Latin America and the Antarctic. At Landed, we're devoted to exploring these regions, searching out exceptional experiences and locations for our clients. On the Landed Podcast, we take you to some of our favorite destinations and profile friends we've made along the way. If you're new to the show, we're glad you're joining us. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back. Luz Casares and Roberto Fernandez make the most of life. When we visited them for this interview, we spent the day hiking in the private rainforest reserve at Laborios on Costa Rica's Osa Peninsula. Simultaneously, they were directing operations at their four hotels, working with education and conservation foundations, and rebuilding the Riverside Restaurant at Pacuari Lodge. Luz and Roberto are the husband and wife team behind Boena, a collection of iconic wilderness lodges in Costa Rica that harness the power of leisure travel for conservation. Luz and Roberto are pioneers in ecotourism. They've been part of the conservation landscape since 1986. Roberto started his rafting company, Aventuras Naturales, on the Pacuari River in Turrialba. Pacuari Lodge opened in 1996. They acquired Lapa Rios in 2020. Rebranding to Boena, they've expanded their influence into Monteverde and Tortuguero. Boena's five guiding principles are untouched paradise, nature is luxury, life-changing adventure, rejuvenating indulgence, and authentic human connection. As they put it, we exist so that the paradises where we operate will be there forever, for the enjoyment and wonder of generations to come. That's not just marketing. They live by that code. With some background noise from macaws and toucans, here's our conversation with Luz and Roberto. Hi, how are you, John? Nice to have you here with us. Hola, John. It's been such a beautiful thing, you know, uh, experience meeting you and Erin. We're so happy to meet you and happy to have you here at La Barrios in this incredible and amazing place. Yeah, it's great to finally meet you. I, I was yeah. able to spend some time with Luz in Barichara a few years ago, but it's great to, to finally meet you. Yeah, we're so, you know, we feel so blessed of, of knowing, getting to know people like you. You know, it, it, that's probably one of the most beautiful uh, things about tourism, you know, when you meet people. And that's the whole idea, I guess, you know, making those relationships and connecting each other. It doesn't matter where you live or where you are. And that's part of the ecosystem, you know, be in that way. Well, you've been, you've been connecting people and uh, doing that in tourism for for many years now, decades now. Yeah, for more than 30 years. More already. than 30 years. Yeah. You are both really, well, you're not from Turrialba, both of you, but well, you, you met in Turrialba. Yeah, we met in Turrialba. I was born in Turrialba, and I lived in Turrialba until I was 20-something. You know, when I started the company, I, I, that was the beginning of moving into the Central Valley, San Jose. 
But Luz, Luz grew up in Turrialba? Yes, my parents are from Colombia. So in the 60s, they uh, had the opportunity to come from Colombia and live in Turrialba. So it was a big, big change for them. First time for my mother you know, leaving the country and for my dad as well. So it, they were, it was a big challenge. So actually, I was, uh, they took me, you know, I was born in San Jose, but actually I immediately I, got, I went back to Turrialba because my dad was working in uh, Katia, which is, a, a, you know, a tropical center where they study, you know, uh, tropical crops. And uh, I grew up there until I was 11 years old. So I was really, really inspired by the beauty um, of Turrialba. Uh, and then later we met, we had, we, you know, when we were working, I, I was working in the travel business and I had the, you know, the blessing to meet Roberto. And that's where the love story started. <laughs> so, yeah, and growing in Turrialba is part of our lives and who we are. Because, you know, Turrialba is, it was like a playground for both of us, you know. We grew up uh, in the middle of, you know, rivers and lots of space, outdoors, volcanoes, you know, lots of jungle, lots of waterfalls. So our lives, I guess, that was, you know, attached and connected to nature. And that's why, you know, we're so happy doing what we do right now. So you've owned Pacquari Lodge. You, you developed that from inception. And when did the lodge open? Well, Pacquari Lodge is, you know, first time that I, maybe I go back a little bit and, you know, I went to Pacquari as a kayaker. I don't know, maybe 35 years ago or something like that. I, I just fell in love with the river. I say, this is it. My life is gonna change after this because, you know, to me, discovering Pacquari was something very, you know, touchful. And, you know, it already connected, you know, to, to my heart. So after that, actually, I was studying agriculture. I was working in Turrialba in biotechnology. But then I said, I'm going to start my own business, my own rafting company. And that was the beginning, you know, at the, at the at, you know, in those times we were doing just overnight trips, camping on Pacuari. Yeah. But, you know, since the beginning, I wanted to build a lodge. And that was, you know, my dream. Five years later, we got the chance to, to open Pacquari Lodge. So uh, already about it, 30 years. It started years. as a base, right? I mean, just for uh, Aventuras, you were just um, storing some gear there, I think. You talked to the, the landowner, and then it kind of evolved into a shed and then buying the land. Is that right? Yes. You know, we were renting a piece of land in, in the middle of nowhere in Pacquari. But, you know, that was something interesting because the, the money that we were giving to the guy who was living there, he was using that money to, to buy more cows and bring cows to the area where, you know, just is for forest. So we were doing some kind of something very wrong. So I was always looking for, you know, the way to, to buy the property. And we ended up buying the property. At the beginning it was just 30 acres, a small one. But, you know, over the years we, we had the chance and the opportunity to buy more land. So right now we have almost 800 acres of protected rainforest, most of the forest is, uh, is a primary forest, so for yeah. us, it's such a blessing. So primary forest has never been cut, secondary forest is, is second growth after it's been cut, but here in Osa, this is a lot of secondary forest, but some of the trees here that never were cut are, well, they're cathedrals, as you said today, yeah? Yes, actually, um, 
like we were talking this morning, uh, you know, when you see now the Osa, well, where, where the La Parrios is located, I would say 30 years back, it was just pasture land, a lot, you know, surrounded by, you know, there was a lot of people coming with, you know, to bring the cattle. And now seeing it 30 years later, uh, it's amazing how the forest recovered. Um, so actually, I think the, the tourism, ecotourism has really, really been um, a key element, I mean, for conservation in the yeah, area. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's, well, to, today we did this hike and you were able to experience uh, one of the trails and, and see how the dynamic works. You know, there were also cathedrals. I, I mean, there were some, um, some trees that are, you know, uh, 100 years old probably, one, some of them 500 years old, but it was mixed with secondary forest that, who, that you, you know, is restorating, uh, the restoration is amazing as well. Yeah, what you see here is a miracle of life, you know, the creation. That's something spectacular. You know, we're talking about 50 years ago that there was nothing here, and now you see, and you say, like in such a uh, short time, you see how everything regenerates. That's spectacular. Oh, you get and to watch see. creation happen. Exactly. The, the forest has a memory, and it, it comes back quickly when we leave it alone. It's not like you're planting trees here, they're planting themselves. Yeah. Pecora is a little different, though. You were you were planting trees there. I think you had a tree planting program, but it got a little out of control. Yes, actually, um, you know, we used to have this uh, plant a tree program. Uh, you know, guests really loved it, and um, but it came to the point where Roberto said to us, uh, "No more trees," because <laughs> it, this is, you know, it's really we're, we're really planting a problem. There yes, were so many trees, and yeah. Yeah, so it actually is going to be a whole jungle in the middle of, you know, the bungalows. And so actually, yeah, we had, fortunately, it's a good, you know, it was a, I, I a think, happy a happy, happy problem. That's right, because uh, we had to cancel the program because it was, it was already so, so covered with, with forest <laughs> and trees. <laughs> but both of the lodges operate primarily on renewable resources, yeah? That's is that right? amazing. A hundred percent of the energy comes from solar and water and that's Solar something and water. You know, no no wind here no wind here we don't need it actually we have uh, an amount of water that allows us to produce a lot of energy and then the sun so we have that mix of energy that is incredible you know and give us the opportunity to be off the grid which is really really nice yeah so Pecori Lodge if you've not been you maybe spend the night in san jose that's probably the easiest way and then you uh, or but it could be in turialba and then you um you raft in on this on the uh Pacquari river um and it, it's probably about an hour hour and a half on the initial many people stay what three nights two nights at Pacquari lodge what would you yeah, say yeah normally um people would stay at the beginning it was more like one night <laughs> And then when we added more, um, I mean, the experience, yes, uh, was uh, we added more uh, activities in the area, more comfort, you know, uh, beautiful villas. Um, uh, you know, it, guests will, you know, opt to have, to stay more, more nights. So nowadays it will be about three nights. That's kind of the average because there's plenty of activities to do the, our, you know, our, Price with the package that we um, we offer to the guests includes uh, eight 
I'm sorry, nine different uh, activities that are, are included. So, you know, there's plenty of things to do. That's why guests decide to stay longer. And these are soft adventure, but also cultural, right? Because you're right next to the Cabecar community. That's yeah, that's, that's probably the only place in Costa Rica where you combine nature, adventure, and culture, you know, with the indigenous yeah. community. And you don't have to live the property in order to do or to experience those amazing, you know, experiences, which is, you know, for us, it's been a blessing. And still, after 30 years, we are always discovering new things and new activities. And, and that's a miracle. Yeah? Something that we are always amazed about, you know, the ecosystem, you know, they're always surprising you. Great. And the Kabakar community, they are many of your employees too, is that true? Yes, actually, uh, nowadays we are, um, there's a team of about maybe 12, 12, uh -huh, 12 uh, members of the community uh, that uh, they walk every day to the lodge because they obviously want to stay with their, with their clan. They live in families, uh, clans, so they walk about one hour to the lodge uh, and then they go back. Uh, to their families uh, so yes we're very very happy that we have uh, this team of Cabecar uh, uh, staff uh, they add so much you know to the experience uh, they're very excellent workers even we have uh, we're training two of the uh, Cabecar members uh, to be guides mm -hmm. naturalist guides uh, and there's you know a very very I know and it's a a very way that they a, a great way that they will um, can tell the story about their community and their and their um, um, culture, but at the same time they there there's no no you know they know so well the you know the rainforest and yeah. uh, you know that's you know, where they live so they really really can interact with the guests. Uh, while they do the hikes or you know do some of the activities that we have on site they're good neighbors you, you've had a little trouble with some of the other neighbors in the past right with some of the more costa rican communities coming in and and maybe there was some poaching in the past but you've um, developed programs that have helped curtail and stop and break the chain of of poaching the future generations how was that accomplished yeah the, the river divides you know the area in, in two zones on our sides which is the Pacuari Lodge size we have the indigenous community and we have half a million hectares of rainforest which is the largest uh, protected area or you know national parks in Central America it's really really huge it comes from the tallest peak in Costa Rica goes all the way down to the Caribbean the Chiripo and then goes all the way down to Panama. So it covers a huge amount of rainforest. Is it, in, is it contiguous with Amistad? Yeah, it, it goes all the way down to the La Amistad. It goes all the way up to the Chiripo Mountain, where you know, the tallest peak is located, and then all the way down to Tortuguero. So it's really, wow. really big, and, and it's probably the most important corridor that we have in the country because it goes from one ocean to the other one. And so we have the Cabecars living there. You know, they live in small family groups, as Luz mentioned before. But at the other side of the river, you know, further a little bit up, we have small communities, small, you know, Tico towns. And that's where, you know, many years back we had, you know, some issues with uh, 
pushers and it was really really bad you know it was very difficult because it was kind of a, a culture tradition for them and they, and were, they were poaching for bushmeat primarily yes. yeah kind of you know some for you know just because they say this is the way that we are this is the way that we learn you know from our grandfathers and things like that and sometimes they were even going farther than you know than just pushing for some meat for the house i mean they were you know trafficking yeah traffic unfortunately but you know it, it took us a few years to 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 come out with you know an idea and the first one was hiring poachers the best poachers. to hire them yes as a job as guides or as, as security or no uh, the, the first one gerardo who was the best poacher of the area <laughs> I, I just he was my my right hand i said gerardo i want you to come and work with me and you're gonna be my right hand and he was like what but i am your enemy they say no no you're not my enemy what you do is what i don't like but you know you are a guy with a lot of talent so i want you to work with me and he was okay and it was impressive you know what he becomes later a constructor of you know is a guy that didn't know how to read or you know or write and he becomes you know an engineer because he was the one taking care of the whole canopy structure moving platforms getting you know the right uh, levels between for all your canopy tour yes he was trained by the people of the canopy tour original canopy tour and they in, say like in monteverde in monteverde we sent gerardo to monteverde <laughs> and they told me that guy is you know is is nature i mean he's incredible you know the knowledge that he has of trees of you know of the forest and everything and he can you know without knowing how to you know multiply or you know doing things he does amazing you know calculations and things like that so gerardo is a natural he's a natural you know and he becomes a really important person so that was a huge uh in his life you know he, a big change and he become you know a really important person and it's nice because after 30 years working with us he's now retired he has a beautiful house his um uh his son is working with us as a naturalist guy luis and luis is incredible luis grew up with us in pacuare so that's something really nice that's great and so that was a way that we you know start you know um getting rid of poachers <laughs> and the second idea it was uh, going into the schools to the primary schools and talk to the kids so that was a program that we're still running and you're, you're teaching them about wildlife yes, about we teach about, about, about the benefits you know, of ecotourism the ecotourism you know how to why it's so important to protect the wildlife the water, uh, the water resources you know renewable resources and how to manage you know disposable you know and, and trash and things like that so it's not only Focus on one thing. I mean, it's a program that's been there for more than 10 years, and we go year by year. You know, this is something we don't want to stop because it's, we say we need it. You know, we, we need to, to, to give this support to the communities in terms of the, of the youngest ones, the ones that are going to be, you know, the future for our jobs or our, I don't know, um, businesses or whatever. So we are planting seeds and in their minds in their and minds. their hearts yeah. yeah in their hearts and that's something really nice okay so so <laughs> so Pacquari lodge has really grown up and 
you've learned so much there. It was originally just how many cabins? Like eight cabins or something? At the beginning, five. Five cabins. And five now you cabins. have how many luxury villas? We have 20. And at the beginning, it was really difficult because, you know, there were, I mean, there was a road, but, you know, it was in really bad shape. So everything was brought by the river. By so boat. By boat, right? Wow. White water rafting, wow. bringing all the wood, bringing all the suppliers, everything mattresses. for the... Okay. Yeah, mattresses. And now you, now you have a, a, a wood shop on property. You are building a new restaurant right now. How many families are you employing at Pecori? Do you know? Yeah, and in normal times, uh, oh, about 90 people, 90 families. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of people. And so it's been a training ground for you, for... Um, for your daughter Natalia, for um, the, your employees who are now able to support their families, send people to college. Um, it's, it's a wonderful experience. Um, if you're coming to Costa Rica, it would be a great place to start your trip. After you stay there, you raft out, and this is some of the most beautiful rafting scenery I can remember in Costa Rica or anywhere. Um, you, you raft through very narrow canyons at the end, and the, the rapids are, are a blast. They're just so much fun. And um, then you, you end up near Siquires, yeah? Yes. And um, so these lessons that you've learned at Pecuari, you were able to apply those on your, your next adventure, which is where we are now, which is, which is Laparillos. Laparillos has been around for, what, 30 years or so? And it was originally started by John and... Karen Lewis. Karen Lewis. The Lewis family. Yeah, I think we first came here in 2006 with our kids, and they almost fell off this observation tower that's no longer here. Thank you for getting rid of that. And uh, <laughs> we, we have great memories of being here then, but, boy, you've made the property so much better than it was. And I know Laparius has a lot of longtime fans and people who come back every year, but what are some of the changes you've made here? Well, actually the first step, um, it was um, getting rid of a generator. You know, the lodge was being operated by, you know, with uh, a generator. And, yeah. and for us, it was uh, one of the top priorities was to make the lodge 100% renewable energy. So I would say our first investment was to uh, you, know, may, uh, you know, install uh, solar and also hydro um, uh, technology in order to to produce the energy for the for the lodge. And right now, it's we're very proud to say that uh, La Parrios it's a hundred percent off the grid. Um, that was our our first step, and then immediately we we acquired La Parrios in 2019 in June, uh, the end of June. Um, so we said we wanted to upgrade, you know, also the facilities. Uh, the lodge is beautiful, you know, it's, you know, guests love it. But we thought it, we needed, you know, uh, to elevate the, some of the facilities. Depend on, you know, uh, just uh, uh, renewable energy. Which yeah. is, you, know. you, you have a methane reactor, I think. You, yes. can, you can burn some yeah. of the methane. Yeah, and but that's but, for, yeah, that's uh, a little yeah, bit different. It's, it's a biodigester, what we call, and we use all the leftovers from the kitchen, you know, and then we have some pigs, 
and they are, you know, free workers, you know, they, they manage to get rid of all the, you know, the leftovers from the kitchen and then, you know, we produce uh, methane gas with, yep. you know, with, the, with their poo. So we use it for the kitchen also. So you have um, 10 micro turbines that are, that are water powered. You have a solar... 240 solar panels. 240 solar panels on, on your maintenance facility primarily. Uh, so guests never see those. That's back of the house. Yeah, that's at the back of the house and because it's the only place where we can, you know, have like a that solar farm. It needs a lot of roof and you see where we are located is quite difficult. So that was the point uh, with more, you know, facility in order to put the, the solar panels. Uh, one thing that is important to say is that we always love our guests to see the back of the house. Yeah. So uh, we have like sort of a sustainable tour. Uh, so one of our staff members will uh, take them or one of the guides will take them to see how we produce uh, our energy, uh, how uh, we dispose our you know, uh, garbage. Yeah. Uh, so it's really interesting. And obviously, what are the conservation programs that we, we have in place? So we always invite guests to experience that, which is, is, is really nice, I, I guess. It's a learning experience for them. Yeah. So beyond the, the green revisions you've made here, all the improvements to the energy consumption, you've, you've made it easier to get around the property, I noticed. There used to be how many steps through the forest from the first bungalows to the, to the road? How many steps? 276. 276. And now, instead of that, you've built a beautiful steel walkway with recycled plastic planks that uh, makes the whole forest feel like uh, a Hanging Bridges tour or an Ewok village. And it's, uh, it's made the whole property not just more accessible, but more, more fun to get around. Um, beyond that, the new villas? The new villas, yes. We built six uh, uh, new villas. Uh, some of them will have its own plunge pool. Uh, very spacious and what I think we envision you know that the guests will have this connection with nature and uh, so what we thought when we were designing them is that um, they will have this very spacious terrace and decks you know just facing the Golfo Dulce and also the jungle and so experiencing the mornings is is one of the my favorite times because you know you're while you're you know in bed and just seeing that uh, sunrises, you know, coming and listening to the holler monkeys, uh, the squirrel monkeys, the scarlet macaws outside flying. The toucans. Uh, the yes. toucans flying outside from your, from your villa or bungalow. I think that's really, really magical. And it's, uh, you know, it's so easy to, ex to, you know, to connect with wildlife and, you know, and always respecting, you know, um, them, um, but at the same time, Wallif at La Parrios uh, is, is very habituated. Uh, obviously, they have a lot of food uh, in the jungle. Uh, so, actually, the presence of Wallif here is, I would say, in Costa Rica, one of those places where you can really, really observe the nature in such a um, natural way, um, just outside from your room. Yeah, it's not like uh, the monkeys are begging you for food. No, uh, they, they're no. comfortable around humans. They're curious, yes. but they don't 
close the gap. There's no, it, it doesn't cross the line. No, they're very active. They're very happy having you see all the time having fruits eating things. So that's what you see. You don't see, you know, monkeys or toucans or uh, scarlet macaws, you know, just looking for something else. You see them, you know, just eating, having fun, you know, uh, seeing monkeys jumping from one tree to another because there are flying, so many, yeah, there, <laughs> there are so many fruits and, around. So that's beautiful. And because, you've, you've helped plant a lot of that. Yeah. Okay, to attract some wildlife. Absolutely. That's, That's great. What we do. This morning, I was walking up in the morning, you know, 6 a.m., and I was amazed because just in front of me, in the boardwalk, there was a, a, a small monkey, you know, just having... A titi? See, a titi, squirrel monkey, having, you know, little fruits from a tree, and it was, I was, you know, just two feet away from... And he was looking at me and having... Breakfast, you know, <laughs> and I said like, okay, I was, I said, I'm not going to use the telephone, I'm not going to use the camera, I'm just going to watch, because that's something beautiful. To be present. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. be part of, you know, that. That moment, yeah. that yeah. special well, moment. Well, we, we had lunch here yesterday, and I think we saw something like six uh, howler monkeys, and something like four or five scarlet macaws, and toucan while we were having lunch with no effort on our part. Um, well, it's a, it's a, a great uh, win for anybody who loves Costa Rica to know that you've come to be the new owners of the property. Karen was trying to sell this place for quite some time, but she was looking for someone who would carry on the vision that she had worked so hard to create. Um, can you talk a little bit about how you became the, the owners? One of you, neither of you wants to answer this question, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, we, we met uh, Karen uh, and John, you know, especially Karen, um, many years ago. And, you know, I think we, we respected her, her, you know, the legacy that she was, you know, creating here and the way they were uh, preserving and making so much efforts to, to protect, you know, the, the, the wonderful rainforest that surrounds uh, Lapa Rios. So, you know, the, this came like, you know, a surprise to us because uh, we were invited to, to you know, to, to see the possibility to, to buy Lapa Rios. Um, and at the end, um, you know, it came, uh, we were very fortunate that, that Karen and, you know, the family uh, saw that since we had all these experiences in, in Pacuare and we had the same ethos of conservation and community, helping the community and ways to, uh, to, to, to see ways in, in which we could uh, uh, support, you know, the well-being of, of, of the people that, that live in the area. So finally, you know, in 2019, uh, we were able to make the business um and uh, immediately you know we took the next day that we signed <laughs> we came to to Laparrios and 
start this journey. The day after you bought it. Yes. That's pretty funny. You came here, what, the first time, like 15, 20 years before that, wearing a t-shirt and they wouldn't let you on the property? Like, yes, yeah, right. who are you? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's a great, good story. And while we were signing, you know, the you know the paper, the legal papers, I, I came to my mind when I was very young and I, I came to Puerto Jimenez with a group of friends. They were um, doing, you know, they like to surf, so I, I joined them and we came to Matapalo and on the way back to Puerto Jimenez, I remember I was working in the travel business and I knew that they, there was La Parrilla, an amazing, you know, uh, it was the concept was so new to Costa Rica and it was like l luxury, you know, in the jungle. So I wanted to see it. So yeah. I was wearing... Um, a long t-shirt with my bathing suits and everybody's so like with the you know very not very well dressed so I came and I said hey um, can I come in and see the property and so they look at me and they said mm, I'm so sorry but you know you're you're not well dressed and um, so we cannot let you in so I said oh please I to work in the travel business so let me in I just want to see just a few you know around so finally they said okay just go, but just stay around the swimming pool. So I went to the swimming pool with my friends and just, I said, wow, this place is amazing. It was such a inspiration at the moment. And you know, the views from the swimming pool area, which is at the same place that we have uh, the, it right now. Uh, so it kept, I kept that memory, but I would in uh, my, no, not even, it was a dream that I would now be sitting here, <laughs> you know, uh, with Roberto and, you know, we, our partner Jack and being part of this amazing project. With so the stewardship for yes, this, this yes, land yes, and this so. lodge, this institution, it was a pioneering lodge. I mean, it, it, must, is, have, yeah. it must have sort of informed your vision for Pacquari um, and, uh, and what, what came after. So now that you have these two lodges, you've done a rebranding. And as part of this, I think, or maybe the timing is just coincidental, but um, Michael Kay, um, um, he, he, he passed away, right? And his, his family um, knew because of your friendship that, that you would be ideal owners for, for two other lodges, um, Monteverde Lodge and... Tortuga Lodge in Tortuguero. So you're in Monteverde, you're in Tortuguero. I mean, we're starting to talk about a hotel group now. Mm -hmm. What is the new branding story? Well, uh, yes, we. That's another. You know, it's things. Uh, you know, uh, since 2019, our lives have changed a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, it's been a wonderful journey. And this uh, year, at the beginning of this year, we were able to finalize, you know, um, the acquisition of Tortuga Lodge and Monteverde Lodge. Uh, um, yes, it's also very emblematic uh, lodges in Costa Rica, pioneer. They were here, they've been here for more than 30 years. Uh, so that was, you know, uh, for many, many years we were looking for to have this collection of, of lodges in very, very, uh, emblematic places in Costa Rica, not only because it, they're beautiful, but you know, that we had the possibility to have a positive impact in terms of uh, helping, you know, how we could provide more jobs and also obviously conservation and, 
you know, working on culture, programs. The cross-training between the, the projects, the, yes. the best practices you can share. Correct. So we started, okay, we, now we have to come up with a brand. And that's where we uh, launch our brand. Uh, it's called Boena Wilderness Lodges, uh, uh, which uh, we launched in, in May of this year. Um, Boena means, uh, in the Kavekar indigenous language, it means like the Pura Vida, like um, it's wellness, it could be a hello. Uh, and we it's want sort of aloha. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. So we wanted to honor the Kavekar culture because that's where everything started for us uh, at Pakwari. Uh, so now in this brand, uh, you know, we we came up with Boena. We're very happy. Uh, very soon, well, we we have a, a, a we launch also our website where you can find about each one of the lodges, how to connect them. Uh, sample itineraries on how to do it. Yeah. Uh, so it, I think you know, it's a matter of time where uh, people will know know more about the brand. Uh, but I, what is happy? What we are so happy is that it has the same ethos. Uh, we're starting uh, to to think about the programs that uh, we will install in Monteverde Lodge and Tortuga Lodge because. Um, I don't know. We have this ex great experience with Pacuare and La Parrios in terms of uh, conservation programs, and they are already certified by the CSD, with the, which is the Certification for yeah, Sustainable yeah. Tourism. So we are in the process to do that for Tortuga and Monteverde Oh, that's Lodge. great. Yeah. That's great. So you could start at Pacuare, do the rafting, see the jungle, do some zip lining, learn about the indigenous culture there you could then easily spend you know half half a day maybe and and make a tour of it getting to to tortuga lodge in tortuguero um see the wildlife there the the sea turtles the green macaws the toucans from there you could get to maybe arenal and then from there to monteverde the, the cloud forest and uh, everything around santa elena so from Monteverde, you could drive to San Jose. It's about three hours. It's, it's about two hours to get to the airport. Two hours to the you airport. You can connect easily from Monteverde, drive into the airport, and from there take a, 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 plane, a plane to Puerto Jimenez. Yeah, so, so you can fly from in, San Jose to Puerto Jimenez. You will be in Puerto Jimenez okay, from great. And from Puerto Jimenez, it's, it's about a 45-minute drive here to La Parrios, to one of the most biodiverse places on Earth. Um, wow, it's really special what you put together. Wey, wey. Buena. That's right, wey, wey. So, what's next? Next is probably, uh, we're working on already, we have a property, a beautiful property in uh, Arenal area. You know, we have an amazing, you know, piece of land and we wanted to to create or co-create, you know, a beautiful lodge from scratch. It's going to be something spectacular. So we're already talking to people who's going to help us, you know, on the design and, you know, uh, on the master plan. So we are on, on that stage. Hope that soon we're going to have some good news about, you know, our next uh, uh, venture. venture. Mm -hmm. But also we're looking into the, the uh, 
Pandulce area, which is, you know, the property uh, part of La Parrios, which is next to the ocean. To and Playa Pandulce. Playa Pandulce. Where we were surfing today yes. and having a great time. That's such a great spot that we wanted to build something there also. Some beautiful villas for people who, who wants to be uh, next to the ocean, and that's a great, great location. It's really special what you've done. There are other hotel groups in Costa Rica, but they, and they, they talk a big game on, on conservation and on renewable. And when you scratch the surface, it's not what it appears. You've really done something special here. It's a pleasure to know you. It's a pleasure to be with you today. Thank you for the hike and for the hospitality. And it's just a, a joy to, to spend this time with you. Thank you so much. You gonna come ski with us soon? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes, we would love to come and um, great and do some to mountain bike. Re, it was great. Uh, it's great to reconnect after we met in Barrichara. Uh, I was talking to Roberto. That very excited that you and Erin were coming to visit us. So, thank you so much for spending time with us as well. Yeah, muchísimas gracias, John. Thank you so much. No, it's my it's it's pleasure. My pleasure. Thank If you'd like to know more about customized travel in Central America, South America, and the Antarctic, visit LandedTravel.com. At Landed, our success has been built on word-of-mouth referrals, so please take a moment to rate this podcast or recommend it to a friend. Thanks for joining us.